0: Week one of training camp is in the books, and today we're getting into the biggest winners for the Chargers so far. And the pads are coming on today, which means we get to finally see the battle in the trenches.
1: You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Droegemeier. And we've been covering the Chargers together for over six seasons, but we're headed into our fifth season as the host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen today. And as always, make sure you never miss the show. Go subscribe to the Locked On Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms wherever you get your podcast from. But David, it's been such a fun first week of training camp for the Chargers, seeing the guys get back out there, seeing all of these new additions out there. And naturally, we have some winners we want to talk about, especially in the defensive backfield. A lot of guys to be excited about, including a couple of rookies. Guys like Nazir Adderley may be getting ready to finally take that leap. And on the offensive side, it's been really nice to see how Gerald Everett has been incorporated and also some of the other guys that have been highlighted so far. Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, that connection is still very strong, but the pads are coming on today, and I'm very excited to talk about that as well because it's going to give us a true evaluation or at least a better one of what the offensive line versus the defensive line is going to look like. Seeing Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa go up against the likes of Trey Pickens and Storm Norton and the running backs, we Brandon Staley says you can't even really evaluate until the pads come on. But today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online where the game starts but David when you're talking about the defense it starts with me with all of the big additions and can't really talk about Joseph Day right or even Austin Johnson without the pads but it was nice to see especially in a defensive dominated first few days guys like Kyle Van Noy being a starter at linebacker Bryce Callahan making plays JC Jackson making life very, very tough on guys like Mike Williams so that's I think where I'd start as far as the winners in the first week of training camp.
1: It's exactly what you want. It's what you want to hear about. It's what you want to see. You want to hear and see that all of these big additions, the Chargers spent a lot of money on are coming in and they are fitting in and making an impact right away. That's exactly what you want. And by all accounts, that's what's happening. And I think it goes just takes me back to uh, some comments that Joey Bosa made about Khalil Mack and and just saying that it just feels like they've been together forever. They've been together so much longer than they actually have, which is really just a couple of months. So it just makes you feel very good that the defense with all the new pieces, all the new additions seem to be gelling and coming together very quickly, which the Chargers desperately need for this season.
0: Yeah. And especially, you know, not having Derwin James out there for everything. He's been a coach on the sidelines a lot, but he hasn't been on the back end, which has led to some other reps for some other players. And it seems like the secondary has been the biggest winners overall through camp so far because you can't really evaluate, like I said, offensive linemen, defensive linemen right so far with the pads not on. You just can't really do it. But you can definitely see some stuff especially in the defensive backfield. And I think it's been really nice to see the word coming out about Nazir Adderley because he's been basically the quarterback on the back end for the defense, getting all of these defensive backs that Brandon Staley loves to put on the field in line and has orchestrated, you know, a very, very stout defensive performance. And it seems like Nazir Adderley is exactly where the Chargers wanted to be, we wanted him to be at this point, expecting a lot of things from him in 2022.
1: Yeah. And I mean, right now he's in a prime situation to where he's getting all of the reps basically because Derwin James is out there. I know he plays free safety, but Nazir Adderley is the guy that's making all the calls, making all the checks, is communicating to the rest of the secondary. He is the quarterback of the secondary right now in Derwin James's absence. While they get that contract stuff situated and get that taken care of, which I expect to be very, very soon, Nazir Adley is taking advantage of all that extra attention and all those extra reps that he gets to take.
0: Yeah, and what Ronaldo Hill, the defensive coordinator, had to say about him this year is now he has a calmness to him. He understands when to use the gas and when not to. He's becoming more of a quarterback back there With Derwin not back there, he's the main signal caller. It's allowing him to express himself in this game. I really like what I see. It's no second guessing. He's going to the right spots. He looks really sharp back there. And that's exactly what you want to hear about him. Still has to go out there and do it. But he seems on track to kind of have that season that we're hoping that he can have as a guy that's going to be a playmaker on the back end next to Derwin James. But I was also really excited to see a couple of rookies really stealing the spotlight early on. Dean Leonard. My favorite to make the camp out of the two late corners and John Taylor both making plays early on. We know from Dean Leonard, I saw a couple of press breakups even in the first practice, but he actually got first team reps, according to Daniel Popper over the weekend as a guy who was the seventh round pick. And Jazier Taylor is getting rave reviews from some of the coaches as well. So that is a very exciting competition we have to keep an eye on. And both of these guys are, seem to be off to a hot start.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's definitely one of those those battles that we're going to be paying very very close attention to because it's actually one of the few battles that we're actually going to be seeing on this fifty three man roster. And for Dean Leonard, you know, you know when it go, when uh, Brendan Staley was talking about him, he said he's fast, he's got good size, and he learns well. He's not yep. afraid. He'll get up get up there and he'll get up on you and bump and run. So he's physical. He shows that he can handle it. We like coaching him for sure, and he's got a chance. And that's what you want to hear. If your head coach is talking about you and you're a late-round pick, all you want to do is just show up. You want to get the attention of your head coach, your position coaches, and right now Dean Leonard is doing exactly that.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it seems like both of them are having their plays, and it seems like both of them have been resilient. Ronaldo Hill said that they're responding and bouncing back. That's all you want to see early on as a coach, and they're doing that. It's what you do with the reps. They're hard to come by because I think Ronaldo Hill also said, hey, there's like 17 defensive backs we have right now. Like, There's going to be a lot of tough decisions. It's going to get even tougher. Does Tavon Campbell get caught? I mean, he's the only one that has experience out of the three of those guys, him and the two rookies, that is CB5. I do think they end up keeping six, but, I mean, it's going to be harder to pick if both of these guys keep performing like this. Another guy, a second-year player who seems to have turned head so far is Mark Webb. He, according to Daniel Popper, had an interception in Friday's practice, which was just great to see. And he's another guy that the coaches can't stop talking about. Brand Staley still mentioning, you know, hey, he was going to play a lot for us last year. And it just seems like he's one of the guys, when you keep seeing all of these, you know, notes coming out of Chargers training camp, that Mark Webb, the second-year safety, is a guy that's really impressing and a guy that, they really like as a hybrid type of a player.
1: Yeah, with Mark Webb, Brandon Staley said this is the guy that was going to play a lot of football for us before he got hurt. And now that he's healthy here, they're basically training him at three different positions. He's playing star, he's playing money, and he's playing safety as well. So they really feel like Mark Webb has the capacity to learn a lot and to be able to cross-train at all these different positions and still be productive and still understand what's going on. So I think that's really high praise for Mark Webb. And if he if he does stay healthy and he stays on the football field, then I think there is a very good chance that he could find himself on this roster playing meaningful snaps this season.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with could be at least the development of J.T. Woods as well. I mean, they're not all the same positions. Right. I mean, J.T. Woods definitely seems like a better fit deeper back game with Mark Webb. I think. The way you think about his role on this team is going to be something close to what you used to see in Adrian Phillips, right? A guy yeah. who can be a dime linebacker, a guy that can play that slot safety position and the deep safety position. And they like that about him. And I think as a seventh round pick last year coming off of injury, he only played six defensive snaps. You never know how that's going to go the next year. You can get passed by. New guys get drafted. New guys get brought in. You can easily get kind of left as an afterthought if you don't come back, recover the right way, right, and then come in and perform the next season. You don't know what that chance is going to look like. So it's very nice to see a guy like Mark Webb having a strong training camp as a rookie, getting her, and then fighting back to be out there right now making plays i think he's one of like two or three chargers that even have interceptions so far i mean i know I, I judge at least as far as the secondary because joe gossiano also has a big <laughs> six that you can't forget about but i do think it's just nice as a guy that was a seventh round pick a guy you know we're like hey this guy could contribute especially in a secondary that really had a lot of question marks last year even with some of those questions answered he's still a guy that's looking to get in line for some snaps and it's only going to make this Chargers secondary better. The more places you can put someone like that means the more flexibility you have with someone like Derwin James and even Nazir Adderley on the back end. So I'm excited to see how that keeps going and if you can keep it up in preseason, if you can keep it up once the pads come on because Brand Staley also said the one thing that's going to make or break this guy is if he can tackle. So he's yeah. one of the guys that's definitely in the list of guys we're most excited to see put the pads on when camp opens up today and the fully padded practices begin. But offensively, Even though it's been a struggle in the first few days of camp, there's definitely a couple guys who have stood out, including Gerald Everett and a guy you might know named Justin Herbert has had his moments with his favorite connection, Keenan Allen, who's still proving, hey, I am the number one receiver on this offense. But the number one thing to do if you ever are in a tough spot and you need to get some cash is to download the Dave app. It's something that's really coming clutch for me. I didn't really know about it until we got them on as a sponsor, and now it's something I'm so glad I've had because it's definitely bailed me out of a couple of different situations. So Dave is the banking app that you can get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. I mean, you can't change the past, but if you need a little extra to get you through when times are tough, Dave is the place that I go to get that done, and it's super nice because you can tackle all of those expenses that have been really stressing you out without any of the hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. It's really something that has come in clutch for me. You guys can definitely find a way to use it. So if you're in a pension and you need some extra help, download the Dave app and think of it as a helping hand for future you. All you have to do is go download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D-A-V-E and sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to Dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. All right, David, well, we started with the defensive side of things because the defense has won the first few days of training camp. That could change when the pads come on, and I'm excited to see it. But I also want to talk about some winners. And one of the guys that we were most excited to see when the Chargers opened up was their newest addition on offense. And as far as skill position players, he's the biggest new toy that Justin Herbert has, right? Yeah. I mean, he is the guy that really can change the offensive the most as far as skill position players that they brought in. DeAndre Carter is a guy that also impressed and we'll get into him as well because he's been a secret weapon so far, especially in the red zone at practice. But with Gerald Everett, you're just, it's its exciting to see all the different ways they want to use him. But the other exciting thing is all of the things that have come out so far with him making some big plays out of training camp and also just the way he's fit into the offense and how Brandon Staley sees him.
1: Yeah, according to Nick Cothrill of SI uh, Sports Illustrated, Gerald Everett has had catches of 10 yards for first down and 25 yards for a first down on Friday's practice. So he is making plays, getting integrated in the offense very very quickly, and that's exactly what you want. And when we saw Gerald Everett, we always knew that this was a guy that had tremendous yards after catch ability and also was untapped. I don't we don't feel like Gerald Everett has reached his ceiling yet. He is still yeah. on the way there, and I think in this offense With Justin Herbert throwing him the football, he is about to realize that potential.
0: Absolutely. I mean, he's a guy that here's the early guys I can't wait to see put pads on. Mark Gerald Everdoff on that list because he's a dude that I think comes to life when the pads come on. And he's seeking out the contact when he gets the ball in his hands. Like he gets the ball and he's like, all right, who who wants to be the first one to try to tackle me? Who am I I running over? Totally, and he's an That's undersized middle. tight end, so to yeah. see that kind of pit bull in a guy like that, you know he's going to get the guy's juice at training camp You know, when he has a physical run and he's yelling at the defender that thinks they would have tackled them when he knows they wouldn't have, right? Hey, hey you know, I've noticed a lot of missed tackles out of these training camps. It's like they're not allowed to tackle people to the ground or something. Yeah. But uh, I, I love Gerald Everett, and I love what's been said about Gerald Everett by the coaching staff. Ryan Steele, he said, about Gerald Everett's involvement in the offense, he said, he has a real toughness at the point of attack. He has the versatility to move in different places. He's a good run after the catch ability guy. He's fit right in with our group. Kevin Coger is doing a really good job coaching him. This is the part that I liked about it. I'm excited to see him add a dimension to our offense. We'll see if it takes shape here in camp. And we, I think we've already seen that a little bit did drop a touchdown pass. And I mean, Let's get the drops under control right now. I mean, the last thing I want to see about this team is the narrative of Let's what is... Let's leave ifs. all
1: the drops here in training camp, okay? Yeah,
0: and it's just frustrating. I mean, it's you have to catch the ball on that. You just don't want that to be another storyline. The Chargers are too good, and the receivers are too good to have as many drops as that as we've seen in early yeah. in camp. I mean, guys like Josh Palmer with the best hands on the team, probably, right, has a drop. Yeah. Gerald Everett has a touchdown drop. Donald Parham has a big touchdown or a big play drop. So you definitely want to see that get reined in. But one of the underlying offensive weapons that maybe we haven't talked enough about, David, is DeAndre Carter because he's the guy that when he's brought in, you know what it's about. It's about special teams ability, right? And last season, really, for the first time, he was used as uh, an offensive weapon in Washington. So I really like what he's been able to do, according to Daniel Popper. He had two touchdowns in the red zone on Saturday when they were focusing on those red zone drills from Chase Daniel. I like that because when you are in the red zone, when things get tight, you kind of just need somebody who can make something happen. So as much as, you know, he was with the second team offense, we don't know how easy it's going to be for him to get targets. I do think there is a package there where you can find his skill set and use it near the goal line.
1: Well, and speaking to that, I think Mike Williams had a a great comment about him. He, He said he's been good. He knows how to run routes. He knows how to find those spots to get into twitchy fast. It's been good just to add him to. So that, that those two words right there, twitchy, fast, is what excited me in that situation. Yeah. When you get down to the red zone, you want somebody who can get open and get open in a hurry. Get open quick. Use that that twitchiness, that ability, and DeAndre Carter has it. That's part of what makes him so successful on special teams, that ability to just stop, start, and go, and also to be fearless. You have to have that mentality And so DeAndre Carter could be someone that maybe we weren't talking about as much that could add a little bit of a different element to the chargers offense that we didn't think about at first.
0: Sure. And I mean, they've shown the, the willingness to, you know, run jet sweeps and run little quick hitters to wide receivers. And they doesn't seem like they really had the guy to do that. We were hoping it was Joe Reed once upon a time who did get in for a touchdown. So shout out to Joe Reed in Saturday's practice, but At the same time, they don't really have that guy. And it didn't really work with Jalen Guyton. They tried it with Josh Palmer. They tried it with Mike Williams. They tried it with Andre Roberts for a little bit. It didn't really work. This guy fits that role. How much they want to use that, right? And how willing they are to bring off a Josh Palmer, to bring off a Jalen Guyton, or whoever it is to put DeAndre Carter out there in those situations. That's yet to be seen, but I want to see it. I definitely want to hear more about it. But yeah, shout out to Joe Reed, who has a touchdown, Michael Bandy, for the second year in a row, is making some noise in training camp. You wonder if he'd be a little bit too like DeAndre Carter, right? That's the big thing. But he did have a touchdown in the red zone, and we know he brings some special teams capability. He's out there making plays again.
1: Yeah, according to, to Daniel Popper of The Athletic, he uh, was able to catch a, a comeback route, which is fantastic. Uh, also, or a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, four touchdown. Also displayed some sharp route running, and he beat corner uh, corner uh, Tavon Campbell on that play. So Tavon Campbell is one of the quicker corners that the Chargers have. I mean, he does have the, fast, the real speed sure. there. You know, he definitely has that. So for Michael Bandy, it's really awesome to hear that he's making plays. Unfortunately, if we look at this through a realistic lens, there is almost no possible chance that Michael Bandy, barring in significant injury he is going to make this 53-man roster. But for him, this is what he needs to do. Stack day after day after day of making plays and forcing the coaches to know your name and really make that a very difficult conversation. That's all Michael Bandy can do.
0: Yeah, and for him, it is going to be very, very tough to make the roster. We don't know how many of the receivers the Chargers are going to keep. But at the same time, I mean, if you can hang around on the practice squad, right? if you can make a run at a spot, you still... you could become someone that gets their name called at some point this season. Maybe you are a good replacement for someone like DeAndre Carter is a guy who's shown some special teams ability and is a quicker, you know, twitchier type of make quick moves in the red zone and, and smaller receiver
1: type of a player, a little guy who can make people miss. And it could be for another team as well. I mean, just because sure. you don't make the chargers does not mean that you might not have an opportunity to make another NFL team. So you got to always continue to go out there and try to make plays. No matter what, you could earn a job in the NFL.
0: Yeah, for sure. But I think someone who we know will make the team is Keenan Allen. And he, (laughs) as far as the offense goes, has been one of the guys who's popped the most. Definitely trying to show he's still the number one guy in this offense. And it also shows just, hey, you know, anytime you're seeing something that's coming out of camp offensively so far and a slow start for the Chargers offense. It's Justin Herbert to Keenan Allen. It just I mean, even with the defense is improving as much as it has, even with all the times we've heard that, you know, the defense has gotten the better of the offense, it still just seems like that connection is getting better and better, which is a scary thing for everybody.
1: It's alive and well, Daniel. And yeah. I think honestly, what Keenan Allen told said in his press conference was he basically said, Hey, it's year 10, but I feel like it's year one. I, I wake up, my legs don't hurt, my body feels good. That right there is phenomenal news. Whenever you have a receiver that's played in the NFL for a decade, has taken massive hits and has recovered from some crazy injuries, to hear that he's feeling good and he's feeling 100%, that is bad news for the rest of the league because Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert are still out there torching defenses, even if it is the Chargers defense (laughs) so far in training camp.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's been reports of multiple big plays that he's made. They were on when I was watching them on the first day of practice, and it just even in the red zone, he was who Justin Herbert wanted to go to in that area. And I think is a can guy you that, blame him? No, nope. I mean it, he just still has it. It seems like, and that's just great to see another year where he's looking like him, his dominant self, business as usual for Keenan Allen. But hopefully, we'll learn more about a couple more receivers like Jalen Guyton and Josh Palmer, like you were talking about. Hey, what will we see with from those guys? When the pads come on because the pads come on today and I just want to be sitting there with my popcorn getting ready to watch Rashawn Slater go up against Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa with the pads on and even Trey Pipkins and Storm Norton. And I might be, you know, have to like watch through my shirt as I watch those matchups to see how dire this right tackle situation could be. But so much is at stake when you're talking about the offensive and defensive line when the pads come on and we get to see it so we're going to talk about which players we're most excited about watching when the pads come on today but i do need to tell you guys about bet online because i would bet that the defensive line is going to have some good moments on day one of chargers training camp in pads but i place all of my bets with betonline.net because they are the best place to place your bets and they have the funnest ways to bet and that's what i love about it they always have a bunch of interesting props and odds that you guys can find that you can't find a lot of other places but Football is right around the corner. So if you guys want to get your Chargers futures in before they start off super hot, you can do that with trying to figure out where they'll place in the AFC West. If Brain and Steel we can win Coach of the Year, Justin Herbert Justin Herbert, MVP. I'm sorry, Justin Herbert. That will never happen again. That's been getting me by for sure in a very, very slow sports time. And with Bet Online, you have live in-game wagering. You're betting on playoffs, you're betting on esports, whatever you want, even your favorite Vegas casino games. But to check out all the lines in the action, make sure to go to Bet Online where the game starts. All right, David. Well, the pads are coming on today and I'm excited to be going up to Costa Mesa because there's only a couple of, you know, in-person fan practices this week. It's not coming back again until Friday. So I'm going to get the latest and be back tomorrow with the recapping the first day of pads. And I think for me, I mean, I said at the beginning of the show, it's the battle of the trenches. That's what I'm most excited about to see these one-on-ones. I'll never forget last year, Daniel Popper from The Athletic which is like, oh, my God, like Rashawn Slater just stonewalled Joey Bosa in one-on-one pass pro when the pads came on. And it was like, whoa. And what? I remember actually last season, he, he too, I was, a, yeah. Yeah, I was at of Yeah, I was out of practice and like they put the pads on too early last year. I remember that, too, and got in oh, trouble. Yeah, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. But we did get to see that little moment because of that. And I am excited to see that, right? Rashawn Slater said, hey, oh, yeah. I mean, Khalil Max already put a couple of moves on me that I had never seen before. And we're going to get to see that. At a you know a much more intense way today when this practice happens, but it is also a huge for the entire offensive line and the entire defensive line.
1: It is for sure, but I mean, let's not kid ourselves. We're all paying attention to that right tackle position. Oh, we yeah. want to see how Trey Pipkins and Storm Norton go goes up and how they fare against Thunder and Lightning, Joey Bosa mm-hmm. and Khalil Mack, the guys that are two of the best pass rushers in the NFL. We are going to be able to get the clearest evaluation of who the best man is because they are going to get that work every single day.
0: (laughs) And I just, uh, it's going to be hard not to overreact. You know, if both of them just get beat like they, you know, (laughs) stole cookies from the cookie jar, like it's it's just, yeah, I mean, you have to keep it in perspective and be like, Hey, you know, maybe if Trey Pipkins loses the first two reps, to Khalil Mack, a dude who's yeah. won, you know, all pro at two different positions, maybe we Literally. shouldn't overreact. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, like if Trey Bipkins wins like two of the four, I'm like, you know what? Like this isn't that crazy <laughs> anymore. You know, like that, that's not terrible against Khalil Mack. But right? yes, this is the true evaluation for those guys. And this is where you start to see how well these guys are going to hold up, how much improvement was really made in the off season. Rashawn yep. Slayer did say, you know, he appreciated working out with Trey Pipkins at the OL Masterminds and having somebody to kind of talk and relate to their specific scheme in like Trey that Pipkins. Too. Yeah, and, and it's also not just the tackle situation, right, Dave? Because we also get to see rookie guard Zion Johnson, the easy starter so far, Let's I guess, go. at right guard in action for the first time, doing one-on-ones against guys like Austin Johnson, Sebastian Joseph
1: Day. Who looks gigantic without pads on <laughs> when yeah. we saw him at, at training camp he's so i can't him, wait for yes, sure that, that, yeah that dude Woo. is large everywhere <laughs> humongous he's not super woman. tall but
0: he's built like a brick house I mean, oh yeah that absolutely
1: yeah. does not matter I looks mean, like he'd lo- be
0: very hard to get past <laughs>
1: yeah you look at zion johnson you're like oh man okay hey when they said they want to get bigger and stronger hello enter zion johnson so definitely really excited to see Zion Johnson one of the guys that we felt very comfortable with in the draft process a guy we watched really loved and was ecstatic when the Chargers were able to take him at 17th overall here in the 2022 NFL draft and now we get to see what he looks like next to Corey Lindsley next to Trey Pipkins next to Storm Norton see how he fits in because right now it's pretty much him or nobody else. Like he is the incumbent starter at right guard. So hopefully he's able to come in, be himself, be that technical beast that we know him to be. And I think he's going to fit in quite nicely.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think the biggest thing here, David, and why the pads are so important is because if you want to be that physical team, if you want to be able to set the tone and be more physical than you It starts today at this practice, right? I mean, yes, it's not going to be everything. You still have to do it in the preseason, right? And it's not just a full way of life or anything like that. You're not the Ravens, you know, or some of these teams that are just known for it. But it starts right now. And it starts with, hey, how physical are a team are you? Now you're physical on both sides. Like, I think the offensive line pushed the defensive line around a little bit last year in training camp. And they got a little bit more physical offensively, for sure, with the additions they made on the offensive line. Now there should be a physical tone-setting defense across from them, right? So we're going to see some clashes at this training camp, and I'm super excited to see it because it is also a huge thing for the defense, right? Seeing Sebastian Joseph Day and Austin Johnson in these linebackers, right, to some extent, these edge rushers, how they're setting the edge against Rashawn Slater and whoever the right tackle is, like the defensive physicality has to be much better, and this is our first glimpse at it as well.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really really excited to see see what that looks like. You know, see yeah. how that manifests itself because that was one of the the biggest things. I mean, the, every they were not a
0: physical of, team defensively. No, not at all. Every single
1: management. team knew that they they if they wanted to run the ball against the Chargers, they could and they did, and they did it very very well because they were pretty soft and they yeah. were soft in the middle. That's why they went out there and they signed Sebastian Joseph Day and Austin Johnson, and partially why they traded for Khalil Mack because those dudes. They set the tone. They bring the physicality. They bring the energy. They bring that I'm going to knock your head off type of attitude to this defense, which has been sorely lacking. So I am excited to see how that manifests itself this year because they need to get more physical. It starts right now.
0: 100%. And another position that you can't really see the physicality to this point is the running back position. And that's something that brain and see we basically straight up said hey we're not going to know anything about that until we see these guys out there he said we're not going to know about these backs until they get tackled so until pads come on i don't think you can make a pure assessment on a back so we'll see until the pads come on but now the pads are on and now you get to see a little bit yeah they're not going to the ground but you'll get a much better evaluation of how physical these guys are and for brandon staley he's saying hey This is when the evaluation process begins, and it's an open competition between not just Layer Roundtree, Josh Kelly, and Isaiah Spiller, but the two undrafted free agents as well. He said five people are going after this RB2 spot.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, and I think I'm really excited to see what these running backs look like, especially a guy like Josh Kelly, because when we saw him at training camp, Josh Kelly looked like he was in very, very good shape. He looked like he was strong, looked like he was in, in good spirits. So we'll see what that looks like.
0: On the field with the pad, yeah, yeah, million million dollar (laughs)
1: smile for sure, no no doubt about that. But yeah, this is where the real work begins. Did the Chargers make the decision drafting a third running back for a third straight year? Did they get the right running back? Is Isaiah Spiller the guy to be the RB two behind Austin Eckler? That will start to unfold right now. And yes, it's important in practice when they get these pads on, but they're not going to the ground. So I think the the real test and and the real quality tape that they're going to get here is when the preseason game starts i expect the running backs all of them to get a ton of carries in the preseason because that's where the coaches are going to be like okay he hit the hole right there good he made that guy miss good up tackle for loss there. not so good this is where they're really going to be able to see what these guys can do because hey when you play running back and the lights are on bright that's when you got to show what you what you're capable of
0: yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Austin Eckler made the, use the Austin Eckler example, right? Made the team yeah. as an undrafted free agent, got a role as a undrafted rookie his first season. And a lot of that came from what he did in the preseason games, but he got those snaps because of what he was able to do in training camp. He was buried yeah. way deep on the depth chart. And yeah, special teams, teams we're going to yeah. see the physicality on, from them in special teams right now, but you're going to have to do it here. It starts now. You saw where he started. And where yeah. he ended to think that your spot on the roster or your spot on the running back rotation right now isn't somewhat up for grabs. Whoever you are and wherever you started when there was no pads on, it's up for grabs, and It's going to oh, be yeah. settled right now. And this is a great start to get a good thought in those coaches' heads. Hey, I am a guy that should be competing for this. And I am the guy that should be taking RB2 snaps after Austin Eckler. So will it be Josh Kelly? Will it be Isaiah Spiller? We're going to find out right now. This is where it begins. But I'm so excited to be there. If anyone sees me out there, I'd be happy to say hi to anyone. I'm so excited to see the ball fam, just how crazy everyone has been as far as attending these practices. We're talking man. practice. We're not talking about the game. We're talking about Chargers fans practice. showing up in droves for practice. And I'm so excited to see you guys out there again. I will be out there tomorrow at Chargers training camp. So if you guys want to make sure you get this show recapping the pads after tomorrow or after today's practice i should say make sure you guys are following the show wherever you get your podcast from you can find the locked on chargers podcast there make sure to subscribe to the locked on chargers youtube channel so you can see these two beautiful faces every day why most people come to see the show and you can also find the show wherever we have our social media for me i'm at dan talk sports on twitter and you guys can get my latest training camp updates from there and you can always find david drogemeyer on twitter at drotalksd his dms are always open. You can find the show's Twitter at LAC, and you can find our Lockdown Chargers Facebook page and as Lockdown Chargers on Instagram. If you guys want to call in and get your training camp thoughts in the voicemail line, you can do th- do that at 323-524-7924. I just had like a demon spirit come out of me for just a second or something, but I'm so excited to be here today, going to this practice, and I'm so excited to be recapping it with you guys tomorrow. But until then, take it easy and go bolts.